will be escaping from the 18-yard line. How in the world did that happen? You are listening to the Philly Fever Podcast with Lucas Nightage, Jack Herr, and Travis Gear. What's up, everybody? We are back with the Philly Fever podcast. I'm, of course, Lucas Nuttich here with Jack Herr and Travis Gear. What is up? What's up, gentlemen? Yo! Back for another week. Here we go. So this is the second episode of our uh, Philly Hot Take segment. So this one is about the Sixers. Last week was about the Eagles. If you haven't checked that one out, do so. It's really good. And a lot of fighting, a lot of debating, a lot of shit talking, a lot of wrong opinions, a lot of, a lot of eventual freezing cold takes. All right. So think, uh, think of that. Bring it into the Sixers one. Apparently, Jack has a really good one that everybody will hate. Travis, I don't know about you. You're being very secretive. Um, Sorry, my bad. For this one, for this one I'm going to start. All right, so my Sixers bold take is that Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid will not be on the team by the start of the 2021 NBA season. I mean, you just saw you just saw it this year, honestly. Without Simmons on the without uh, Embiid on the court this season, Simmons had more points per game with uh, with 19, which was up from 15 when Embiid was on the court. He has a higher field goal percentage, up to 59 from 56. He has more rebounds with almost nine, which is up from a little over seven. And the only thing that went down is the assist per game. But when you score more, like Simmons was doing, you're generally going to see a dip in assist just because you're taking most of you're taking most of the of the points there. Um, I mean. I think I mean I think he's he's going to be an MVP one day. Simmons that's that's what I think. Joel Embiid maybe, but they really don't give MVPs to to centers. And I don't want to hear about the shooting. Yes, it's annoying that he won't that he won't like do it more, but he's really good at what he does, which is driving the basket. And and not to mention he just sort of jumped up to the top of the defensive player year conversation just this year. So without Embiid, Simmons can just do what he loves, which is drive the basket. And I think you would rather build around your star cent- your star point guard over your star center. Sim- I feel like – I mean, I guess I just said it right there. I think Simmons should be on the team more than more than Embiid. There, there it is. Jack. All right, I have a couple things to say about that pure – Blasphemy right there. Well, uh, all right, yo, actually, Stephen A. will sue. <laughs> actually, I, I do agree with the first part to an extent. I think that it's very possible that um, either Joel or Ben will be off the team. However, I think that would be, I think that would ultimately be detrimental for everything we've been building up for the process. Um, I think we can – there's a lot of evidence for both sides. 
like you gave that evidence about how Ben's stats improve when Joel's not on the floor. Well, I feel like that's just kind of like an obvious correlation. Like that's going to happen when you don't have the normal leading scorer on the team. The second best player is going to step up. Um, But I think there's a lot of, you know, you watch a lot of Sixers games where they do play together the whole game. And that dynamic is there. That connection is there. Um, And the Sixers play really well. So, I don't know. And then what you said about Ben Simmons winning MVP, I'm going to have to go with a hard disagree on that. And it's not even – it's not even um, – it's not because of the shooting at all. I agree with you. Um, like, I'm tired of hearing that narrative too. But, dude, Giannis is, in, is still in this league. There's a lot of good players in this league. I just don't see how Ben Simmons can differentiate himself from those other phenomenal players. I mean, that's kind of what I sort of morphed my argument into. I think without Joel Embiid, Ben – and without Joel Embiid, and Elton Brand can get a few more shooters. I think that I think I think his numbers just shoot up. I mean, I mean, think about it. In what way is Simmons unlike Giannis in the way they play? Think about it. They both are not great shooters. Giannis is a bit better, but they're both but they're both like not amazing. Simmons is better with the ball handling and the assists. Giannis is a better is a better scorer as of right now. Um, he's also a better rebounder. I think they're about average on defense, or they're not. They're they're equal to each other on defense. Simmons is way better at playing on the perimeter. Giannis is better at playing in the paint. Um, but like, just just think. I mean, just think of all that stuff and think about how what does Simmons and uh, and Giannis really do differently. I mean, you're right. They're similar players. But the difference is that Giannis is 10 times better than Ben Simmons on all those aspects. Um, You say that Giannis is not a great shooter. Well, yeah, he's not a lights-out shooter. But compared to Ben Simmons, he is because he's actually taking shots and he's making a solid percentage of them. Um, I just don't see unless Ben can get that shot. And I'm not saying that that has to Bro, be a part of this game. Done saying, you no, just got yes. done saying that you're done with the narrative. I am done with the narrative. But I'm saying if you want him to, if you really think he can win MVP, then that's something he's going to have to do. So I'm saying if he is able to develop that shot, maybe. But without that, Giannis has that over him. And he's really better in all aspects of the floor. Yeah, I'm done with that narrative because I think Ben is a great player without what the aspects shot. Is he, what aspects is he better at other than maybe blocks and and block shooting and uh, just points? As, like right now. <laughs> I mean, you just said it yourself. Points are he really – I'd yeah, say they're the most important I'm, part. But I'm, just, I'm just bringing it back to my original argument. That's what I'm saying. If Embiid is off the team – then Ben Simmons automatically becomes more of a scorer. All right, I'm not I'm not checking out from this argument, but I want to let Travis in to give his opinion. Okay, so 
I feel like the whole argument has just changed from what Lucas originally oh, said. Now you're. I just, I just realized it totally changed. Arguing about Giannis and Ben. So I'm going to go back to what I, I, no, Lucas I originally because said. It changed, it changed, it's changed so much. I just want to say I love Joel Embiid. I really hope they can find a way to mesh. But if I had to choose one, I'd choose Simmons. So Travis. I want to go back to the original prediction. And Lucas, you said you don't think – your prediction is that one of them will not be on the team for next year, right? My, my original prediction is that one won't be on the team, but it sort of morphed into a whole lot of things. Well, here's the thing. I agree. I kind of do agree with what you're saying, um, if they can't prove that they can coexist. But I really don't think Elton Brand will trade one of them. I don't – because it's a major risk because both of them are great players that, you know, you can trade one of them and, you know, who are the – one that stays behind, you know, doesn't carry the doesn't carry the team to the expectations that we hope, while the other gets traded and you know comes a perennial, you know, first team all NBA player. And I don't think Elton Brand wants to take that risk. To be honest, I think he's going to keep us where we at because we are a consistent, you know, make it to the playoffs team. And as long as yeah, as but- long as we have those two, we're going to make it to the playoffs. And I don't think because yeah, but- El- if Elton Brand makes the wrong decision, he's going to get fired. Yeah, but do you really want to be that make it – just make it to the playoffs? Like, no. do you really want to be just like, oh, we made it to the playoffs? Great. No, th- this isn't what – I'm not saying what I want. I'm saying what I think Elton Brand will do. I actually agree <sighs> yeah. with you that I would trade Joel Embiid. But what I think will happen is I, neither. That's fair enough. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, Elton Brand loves his towers, so – Towers is in tall people. You guys got that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we okay. got you. Okay. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, and they are two two top 15 players in the NBA. So if if he can just learn how to make them coexist, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have this hot take, but I just don't believe in that. Uh, Jack, do you have anything else to say? Because this does segue nicely into my, my take. No, then go ahead, Trev. Go All ahead. Right. So my opinion is what I I just gave what I think the Sixers have to do. I think there are two simple steps. Step one is to fire Brett Brown. Um, does anyone have any issues with that? Hell I no. I've been, okay. I've been with that from day one. Yeah, Fuck Brett Brown. I don't think that's a hot take. I think we need to fire him so we can get a better idea of if Ben and Joel can coexist with a new, with a different head coach, not just with Brett Brown, because clearly, clearly Brett Brown is not working right now. And typically I'm not, I won't say that we should fire a coach, you know, without my, you know, an idea of who should replace him. I, but I think anyone could be better than Brett Brown. I mean, I think, did you guys, there was a interview with like Jimmy Butler and JJ Redick. And it just yeah, revealed right. how truly awful he was and basically, like, the reason Jimmy Butler left. So I think that's pretty simple. And step two, I think, depends on how the 2020-2021 season goes. And you see, can Joel, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons uh, coexist? And if they can't, you trade whoever makes sense at the time. Right now I say we should trade Joel Embiid. But I think we have to give them a shot with a new head coach. But we need to do this, you know, by the end of next year. Because, 
you know, anything could happen. Their trade value could just drop tremendously. And I think if we don't trade one of them, we're stuck in the spot I said before where we're just, you know, making the playoffs. We're contending in the regular season. We're playoff contenders, but we're not championship contenders. Kind of like the how I pitch it is like the Rockets more recently. You know, they seem to always be a top team in the West, but they never, as long as the Warriors have been around, they haven't been true championship contenders. I agree with you about the second part. I and for and for the Brett Brown, Brett Brown part, I just feel like I think I want to give him one more season, just just to make just to just to see, like one more full season and. Dude, dude, Lucas. By, what, by next, what else? What else do you have to see from Brett Brown? That I he think hasn't we've given shown him. I want to see. I want to see him. I want to see a team built around him where it has all the correct pieces. You can have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid if you have if you have good shooters on the outside. And Brand has not built a team that that has adhered to our star players' needs. I I, I understand what you're saying. But we've already committed to the team we have now, and we can't really back out of that unless we trade, like, Tobias Harris. Like, we're kind of – we've given these giant contracts. We're kind of stuck in this right now. Corporate think, is uh, – Yeah, I don't think there's really much we can do to back out unless we can trade Tobias Harris out Horford. I, I like Tobias Harris. I don't want to trade him. I, think I agree, but I think, yeah, we need shooters. I think yeah, that's but the we, only way Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons can really work. But we could at least get some for the bench. I mean, we got nothing on the bench right now. Let's be honest. I mean, he could get better, but Matisse Thybul is a B minus shooter. Is a B minus shooter. Mike Scott virtually fell off the face of the map this year. Incredible. He's just have, incredibly streaky. Like it's he, unbelievable. No, he was he was way he was very bad last year. Yeah, he was, he was bad. really bad. He's he started the pick he wasn't up even at streaky. one point. He was bad. Yeah, I mean, like long streaky. No, but yeah, but like well, that's what I'm saying. We no, I, I have... okay, I agree with you. This isn't worth arguing what, over. What about what about Zaire Smith? I that's a that's a whole different thing. I just don't know what the fuck happened. Is to he him. even on the team anymore? He's on the he's he's been in he's been in Delaware for past two seasons. All right, that's a whole di- that's a whole different thing. For most of your argument, I agree with you. Just the Brett Brown thing is not for me, Jack. You want me to talk about Brett Brown? I want you to talk about anything. Yeah. Talk about his take. What the fuck are you okay. doing? Okay. So, I guess this is a great time to go into my personal prediction. I think this might get you guys a little pissed off. You got nothing to say about Travis's? You dick? All about you? No, no, Trav. No, I, I appreciate Travis's take. Um, firing. All right. Firing Brett Brown. That is... A no-brainer. Yeah. Anyone who defends Red Brown deserves no respect in my mind, especially you, Lucas, you piece of shit. Um, you just – you have to – Don't make a podcast with me, you dick. At Brett Brown, he has had enough. You say you want more, you want a better team for him to coach. Well, I mean, we, we had Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris – and Joel Embiid on a single team. I mean, like, what, what, what else do you want? That's a really good squad. Yeah, but, yeah, but what, what, what was that? Uh, Embiid and, and Simmons' second year playing together, 
um, that was Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris came to the came to the uh, came to the team like in the middle of the season. They didn't even get a full season together. That that core you just talked about. I mean, it takes time to build that chemistry. But clearly, Brett Brown has done nothing to make the chemistry improve. Yes. He has like killed the chemistry. Oh, I killed the chemistry. I mean, I don't. That's a bit, of a, that's a bit of a stretch. I've gotten the impression that the players don't respect him like at all. That's what it, it seems. What, what what makes you get that impression? Just from interviews and just just everything I've heard. It just doesn't seem like he's the he's just not the right guy for the job to take us to the championship. And I think the most important thing that shows that Brett Brown doesn't have the team's respect is that. They don't have a great record. They're not doing as well as they should be. And that, uh, that comes down to his coaching and his development of the team's chemistry. You can, and you can't, you can't uh, argue with the wins and losses, man. I mean, I can argue that we've had – it was going to be probably three, three or four 50-win seasons in a row. We because, were, just because of the talent. We were third He's in the division last the year and the year before. He has not elevated the talent. Talent just... takes you so far. All right, Jack. Um, now, now that I'm hyped up, give me, give me, give me yours. <laughs> All right, prepare yourself. Um, I truly think the process, as we all know, as we all love, the process has failed. It is a failure. The experiment. Calm down, Lucas. The experiment is over, and there is no salvaging the absolute decimation that Elton Brand has brought to the Sixers. The process is done. So I'm going to go through a little history. All right? My, the process, in my eyes, was building up a team by tanking and then getting a team through the draft, right? We all, can we, we, can, we all agree – that is the major tenet of the process, okay? And then I think to, like, the culmination of the process is building a championship team that wins several championships, right? That's what we all thought it would ha- that We thought that would happen. And I think – so Elton Brand, he takes over as GM. We get Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler was a fantastic player on the Sixers. I loved his presence. Um, I think he complimented Ben and Joel um, actually excellently. And unfortunately, shit happened in the playoffs. We got Tobias Harris that season too. His, it was a little questionable with him on the court, but overall I think he was a solid player too. And then I think the tipping point for me though was signing Tobias Harris to a max contract and signing Al Horford to a max contract. I, that's just a move where it just it cannot go through my head in any, and come out in any good way. Al Horford has been terrible, terrible for the Sixers. He has not done anything productive, anything good. I think he's overall hurt our record by a lot. Tobias Harris this season, he's really not adding much. He's not the same player that he was last year, in my opinion. Josh Richardson, Josh Richardson, 
he's not that great either. Josh Richardson is our best three-point shooter right now. Why isn't Elton Brand signing guys, as we have talked before, to complement Ben and Joel? Signing three-point shooters. That's what the Sixers need. But no, we're getting these massive players on massive contracts, and I, I don't think there's any coming back from this. I think the team chemistry is completely gone. I think our time to win the title was last year. It's done. We're not going to win a title. The process is RIP the process. It's six feet under in the grave. I think our championship window is still open. Because as long as we have Ben or Joel. So I don't think... I think a lot of people say the process is already complete, which I think is ridiculous. I think it's complete once we win a champ, one championship. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that's impossible. That's, and I agree, well, with, I agree with a lot of what you said um, about Elm Brand. He's just made a, lot, he's made a lot of flashy moves that can win over fans. And last summer there was so much hype about this team being better than the previous team with Jimmy Butler. And I got caught up in that hype. But it's clear, it's clear that wasn't true. Um, and then, like, Al Horford, I don't think there's anyone that thinks that was a good signing at this point. And yeah. um, as for Tobias Harris, I, would, I disagree with you because I think we had to retain him considering we gave up. Uh, now if we were getting rid of Jimmy Butler, if he wasn't going to come back, we have to retain Tobias Harris based off of what we gave up for him. And I'm willing to overpay for that because I'd rather, you know, overpay for him than lose both him and Jimmy Butler. I'm still not sure what the whole situation was with Jimmy Butler with all the conflicting reports about us not offering him the max or if we did. But I agree, Alton Brand has not been a good GM and he hasn't made the right moves. But the process hasn't failed. Well, okay, I agree with you. You said initially that the process, the ultimate goal was that championship, right? That's when the process is over. We did it. The thing is, I just don't see that happening. The NBA right now is such a balanced, really good – it's in a very balanced and good state. Um, you have the Bucks, the Lakers, um, the Celtics, the Heat, the Nuggets, so many good teams – I just do not see the Sixers being able to elevate themselves over any of them to win the championship, especially, especially with all the problems we have. I so mean, what you're saying, Travis, you go. Just give me one second. You said it, it's a balanced league, and I think that benefits us more than hurts us. There's no more Warriors dominating the league, and I think you know, with this balance and this parity, it gives us a better chance to break through and you know, be competitive for that. Uh, championship. Well, I would counter that and say, well, yes, there's no extreme juggernaut like the Warriors anymore. There's now a lot more like really, there's now a lot more really good teams which presents more obstacles in our path. Whereas before, it may have only been the Warriors. Now it's a bunch of teams that are not as good as the Warriors, but are still really good and better than the Sixers. But I don't think we ever had a chance against the Warriors. Obviously, yeah. So we never had a chance at a championship. And even with all these good teams, you know, the chance might be slim because there's a lot of teams, but there's still a better chance than 
with the presence of the Warriors. Fair enough. Good point. I think Lucas has a lot to say right now. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I have a lot to say. I mean, I just like you like are you, like you just think Elton Brand by himself just stop the process. Yeah, I really do. I think the I think like what Travis said, these flashy acquisitions, these huge contracts, the process the, that ruined the process. Dude, I just I. I, I I agree with Travis. I mean, the pro you can't just say the process is done out of out of one year, um, and I think that so, and you know, you guys are saying the process is not over. When you're saying that, do you still think we have a chance to win the championship? Yes. Yes. I, like I outlined what I said. Those two things are what I think we need to do. To win a championship, I just I think we're I, yeah I think we're in the I honestly think we're in the mode to win a championship right now. If you put Horford on the bench and get another guy where where he need where where we need him, then I think I think we're still in the running for a championship. I agree with you about Elton Brand though as a starter, he just is not worth it right now. But he could be a very good six man uh, backup for Joel Embiid. You mean Who, Al Horford? Al Horford? Or yeah. Al, okay. I, I, I think I think it would be hard to find a Sixers fan who disagrees with me about Al Horford. He really has done nothing to this team. I know. I do. I do disagree with you though about Josh Richardson. I think he's been a great acquisition. I mean, you can't you can't really sit there and talk about how bad he's been when you're trying to when, when subconsciously you're comparing him to Jimmy Butler. Like, be honest, you are. Um, I'm really not. You, you totally are. Well, you're trying. You, I mean, I, I, he's a he's a very good defensive player. He's not the best three point shooter, but he he does have his very good games. His mid range game is is pretty good. He's he he's tricky with threes, but he but he's he's a very good player overall. I mean, considering the way we got him, I don't know why you can be upset about that. Like, if Jimmy Butler, you know, was gone and we had no chance, then. You know, there's only so much we're going to get. It's not like, you know, we signed Josh Richardson to some major contract. He was just, you know, what we – He might be still in his rookie deal. Got it for Jimmy Butler. Here's another thing. Um, I think another way that Ellen Brand has ruined the Sixers is because he has completely crowded the floor with – so many different yeah. scoring options yeah. that, you know, ob- you want Ben and Joel to be the leaders, but there's so many different options, so many players that want the ball, you know, that just creates, that creates situations where Al Horford is shooting a deep three with two seconds left on the shot clock. Um, I don't have anything to say about this. I just want to say, sorry about our sound quality guys. We are just, uh, we're struggling along with trying to do this uh, like everybody else doing a podcast. So just bear with us on the sound quality. Um, hopefully it'll get better soon. Yeah, I just want to add on to Elton Brand. Like, I think he's just been so overrated as a GM by Sixers fans. They seem to think he's like – I feel like he's just easily won them over. You know, he was starting to get some heat, and then he trades for Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson, and it's all okay now. I just don't understand, you know. I feel, but I, 
that doesn't make up for how much he kind of no, killed the team. I think they Sixers fans just kind of like are easily won over by him and think he's better than he is when he's really been kind of terrible. So Jack, let's say, so so you so your entire argument is pretty much Elton Brand is not the guy. No, like my that's, argument. That's what, yes, well, that's a tenet of my argument that Elton Brand is not a guy, but. The larger point of my argument is that this process that has been happening for so many years that we've all adored, it has been destroyed by Ellen Brand, and I do not see the Sixers winning a championship. I'd say even within the next 10 years. Well, 10 years is a long time, man. The whole team could be different by then. But I, yeah. I disagree with you. I, I, still, I still think our window is open for the next 10 years. As long as we have Joel... And or Ben, I think we're competing. I th- uh, well, yeah, I'll admit it's a very – it pays me to say it. It's a very pessimistic take. It's completely different than my Eagles take. It's the polar yeah. opposite. Um, but it, it's just, you know, I, I did not have a fun time watching the Sixers play this season. It, yeah, the those first five games, though. Those first five games, though. But how about the the next fifty? Um, yeah, it just—I don't know. There's not much to be optimistic, at least in my perspective, um, for the Sixers. All right, Travis, you have any, you have any final comments? No, just Elton Brand. Elton Brand is not the guy. Elton Brand and Brett Brown are not the guys. All right, I don't know if I agree with you guys, but I'll admit there was there were some good arguments. There's some good arguments. All right. But I think that's all for this week. Um, just remember, follow us on Twitter at uh, the Philly Fever Pod. Or I think it's, I think it's, at, it's at Fever Pod. It's at Fever Pod. Um, you can look up Philly Fever Pod also. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, be doing some, we'll be doing some stuff on there. Follow me on Twitter at Eagles Countdown. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you will enjoy it, Travis. You don't have Twitter, so go to hell. Fall, right. Wait, wait. Um, follow, tra- follow Travis on Instagram at Ace Fantasy Football. At Ace else. Fantasy Football. True. Oh. New account. Shout out Still. to my boy Trav. He's moving up in the world. Moving up in the world. All right. Uh, I think that's it for this week, guys. See you next week. Peace. See ya.